the biking Vikings are. <laughs> podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to dieting and it's not just a hobby it's a lifestyle i am learning this out the absolute hard way yeah thrill yes sir when you are on your diet and your exercising grind there was no one more obnoxious. <laughs> and and I commend you because, man, I walked into a 7-Eleven today, picked me up a Reese's and a Snickers. And I was like, hmm, this is going to be great. And I put it back down because I'm learning self-control. It's all about switching your brain to go, I don't want Reese's. I want a cup of mango. I don't want Snickers. I want apples and peanut butter. It's just making that switch in your brain. Some of it sticks. I did it for six months. And so after those six months, some of it stuck. Like I still enjoy an apples and peanut butter snack over like chocolate. Um, but it's not easy. And it's very frustrating when you don't have the support of your friends and family who are just calling you annoying and difficult and obnoxious and every other negative word under the sun because you're trying to take care of yourself. But I digress. No, no, no. Uh, it's obnoxious when you're like, I can't eat that unless it was fed on a whole plain grain diet and it, it was drinking moon milk. Like, no. No, but it was I never just... It was never as bad as you guys made it out to be. It's just I asked more questions. I was more specific than you guys were. You were like, hey, can I have everything doused in everything with everything on top? And I'd be like, okay, but what kind of rice? Is it brown or is it white? Oh, my God, this guy is so annoying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can go on all day about this. Anyway. Yeah. Literally all day. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about dieting. Not yet. The wedding's eight months away. I need to start speeding this this weight loss thing up. Yeah, you both. We're here to we're here to talk about the wrestlings that happened this week, and you know where you can listen to us speak about the wrestling on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples to Apples. That's Grapples the number two apples. You don't like SoundCloud? Run. Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on iHeartRadio. It doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. As usual, I am one of your hosts. The very sensual, the very slimmer, <laughs> Mr. Sunglasses at Night himself, your boy, the General Shades. Joined by my hetero life mate, still remotely... Ill will, the thrill, the poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, Mr. Certified. Whatever you need me to be, that's who I'll be, because maybe that's who I is. So, thrill. Yes, sir. Not a lot has happened this week, but some news is happening this week. We have some injury reports. We have two people getting hitched. Another couple welcoming their baby. A WWE superstar trending on Twitter 
for all the wrong reasons? <laughs> a uh, Latino pop uh, sensation is still trending in the WWE. Uh, another signing for the WWE. Some championship changes in Pro Wrestling Noah. And uh, some AEW stuff. But we can't get into any of that. Unless Thrill, do me one small favor. Anything for you, sir. Ring that bell. So let's start over in Japan, folks. At Pro Wrestling Noah's Destination 2021... Kenji Moto, a.k.a. The Great Muto, won the GHC Heavyweight Championship after defeating Go Shiozaki. <sighs> now, I put I put Muto instead of Muda. I was watching Godzilla at the time. My apologies. I knew something was wrong. I was like, Great Muto, that's not right. But yeah. anyway, Great Muto, excuse me. Um, so when you when you first put this in the group chat the other day, I was asleep, I woke up, I see the message, and I just, I literally rolled my eyes and went, <sighs> I went back to sleep. Like, this is one of those yeah. things that we complain about WWE doing. Like, why? Pro Wrestling Noah, like, I understand you are uh, the second most popular wrestling promotion in Japan. Um, right? Because all Japan Pro Wrestling isn't a thing anymore, right? I don't think so, no. Um, so, yeah, but, dude, come on. Uh, look, I guess you're doing it right because we're talking about it, right? Um, no, because there's always there's also shock factor, you know? The great mood is in his 50s. That's what I'm saying, but, you know? okay, but the point is, would we be talking about pro wrestling Noah this week if they didn't put the belt? Exactly. I don't think we would have. Shiozaki's also 45 years old. So it's like, it's literally two old guys wrestling for your top championship when there should be guys in their mid-20s and early 30s wrestling for this belt. By the way, All Japan is still around. It is? Yeah. Wow, what a shock. So then I guess the third most well. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's New Japan, All Pro, and then, all, and then uh, Pro Wrestling Noah. Um Either way, is it really though all pro? I mean, we didn't even know it was still open. Yeah, I guess touche. <laughs> um, my whole point is, while I'm not a fan of the idea of the Great Muda being anyone's top champion for pro wrestling, Noah, the fact that it's on anyone's radar is exactly why they do it. Because now they're on people's radar. Now people are talking about even if it's a night. Remember, even bad. Uh, was it bad publicity is good publicity? You know? Yeah, bad publicity is still, good, but it's still publicity. Exactly. So even if people are, are speaking negatively about Pro Wrestling Noah, they're still talking about him. Mm. I don't I like it, it, but I get it. Yeah, I still think it's um, a little too much. Um, I can't sit here and complain about uh, Edge winning the Royal Rumble, and then yeah. I'm like, "Oh wow, props to the Great Muda to you know for winning a champion. He's been IWGP Heavyweight Champion before. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy is is on the Mount Rushmore of Japanese wrestlers. Yeah, 
he doesn't need a championship reign. I'm sorry. Well, you again, know? I don't. Was, this isn't for Muda. This isn't for him. This is for Pro Wrestling Noah. But but hear me out. What I'm saying, like what I'm saying, is if this is a guy that has tried his entire career and never won the belt, and that at like 50 years old he finally does it, yeah. Mm. That's a feel-good story. That's a great story. The journey. You know, the guy's been wrestling for, you know, 40 years or something like that. Yeah. Um, And he finally got the big one. You mm. know, like, that is a story. Mm. The great mood is already established. What is pro wrestling no put? Uh, Shiozaki had a 400-plus day reign. Yeah, and so he lost so, to great mood. So he was doing something right, you know? I look. I hear you. I, I again, from a wrestling perspective, I don't. I don't like it. But from a promoter's perspective, I totally understand. Look, WWE doesn't need Edge to win the Royal Rumble. AEW doesn't need Sting to be the, the world champion. Uh, New Japan does not need. Uh, I don't know. What's his name? Duh. Never mind. Whatever. You get my point. But mm-hmm. pro wrestling, Noah. Gotta. Thank you. Thank you. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Oh, um, but pro wrestling Noah may feel like they need the great Muda to get them in people's mouths, and so again, I, mean, it, it, I get it. It could also, it, yeah, it could also be giving a younger guy the rub. By beating Muda, that's an, uh, that's another thing. Yeah, well, he's not he's not going as the great Muda right now. He's going as Kenji Muto. So yeah, but we know let's call is. him Muto. Yeah, yeah, but you know, like, let's be actually. You're you're an English major, right? You're you're a wordsmith. You're I'm, a, not, you're I'm, not, honest... I'm not a major anymore. I've I've graduated. I have a master's. I no longer am a student. You are a certified wordsmith. <laughs> let's let's be proper, right? <laughs> Right, was sir. it yesterday? I mess when I messaged you. Yesterday, yo, word boy, I need yeah. your help. <laughs> yo, that, that was one of the first time. I, yo, word boy, I was like, yes, you rang. Oh man, oh yeah. I mean, whatever. Let, best case scenario, this is lining up someone young and up and coming in pro wrestling Noah to get the rub by defeating um, Kenji Mudo. Yeah. Excuse me. Oh my god. I am so sorry. Um, moving on. It's, it's been a long day. It's been a, it's, long, it's day. Been it's a been long day. It's been a long week. I got like no sleep, but that's not what we're here for. We're here for the show. We're here for wrestling. We're here for AEW and Sammy Guevara leaving the inner circle. Now, in a previous in a previous episode, um, he had said to the inner circle, "If MJF pulls one more stunt." then he's out. He's done. He's quitting. He's leaving. And after this week's episode of Dynamite, that is exactly what happened. He grabbed the mic and he said, hey, I warned you guys. I told you if there was any more shenanigans from MJF, I was gone. And so I'm gone. I'll be gone till November. Left. Now, I hope that this leads to 
a big push, a solo push for Sammy Guevara. Um, I think the minute AEW hit the scene, it became very apparent how talented he is and that they feel he's very talented and think that I think he is in their future plans. And so Mm -hmm. um, I think that's why they paired him to Jericho. Um, I think they feel like this is the right time to have him split, have a feud with MJF and or Jericho or anybody else from the inner circle and then break off on his own and do his own thing. So if that's what this, if that's what the deal is, then I'm with it. I'm game. Guevara's ceiling for me, for me, not for AEW or UND, just for me, mid-card, top top of the mid-card maybe. Really? You don't think that in a few years he can He's be a, a baby face main eventer? No. Ah, I think so. I think I think not right now. Not right now. I think he has the potential with enough work and the proper like, you know, trajectory. I think he could be um, uh, a baby face main eventer. Hmm. Or even a um, heel. Even a heel. He does good work both ways. Yeah, but again, his his ceiling isn't high for me, you know? Like Okay. Uh it, it's as much as I get on Vince, it's small guy syndrome for me. Oh. He's too he's too small. He's he's built like a cruiserweight, and I know that's hypocritical coming from like the biggest AJ Styles fan in the world. Um but I I, I don't know, man. I don't I don't see it. I, I don't see him. I see maybe top of the mid card. Not in the main event scene. I can see it. I see. I think he has the charisma. He has the the in ring. I think he has the the raw talent. He just has to polish up his in ring ability. He has to maybe do something about his presentation. And again, with enough work and building up his his brand, I think he can be a main eventer. I totally can see it. I don't. I'm I'm happy that I left and came back to wrestling at a time when um, we're having this renaissance of in-ring workers being the priority over the muscle monsters because I don't, I don't have that, that cruiserweight syndrome. I, I used to, that's actually one of the main reasons why when edge uh, blew up to be a main eventer, I, I, I mean, first of all, I always had bias against edge cause I was a huge Hardy boys fan. Um, mm-hmm. But I was always like edge edge as a WWE champion, like tag team. I see, Hardcore, like that European champion Edge, like I never bought him as that because I was again I was affixed into what I thought a main eventer looked like. But after leaving for ten years and coming back to to being a fan of professional wrestling, I mean I still don't like Edge, but I can one hundred percent appreciate and and root for the AJ Styles's, the Sammy Guevara's, the Adam Cole's, um. So on and so forth. The the Will Ospreys. Like, are you telling me you don't think Osprey could be a, a main event guy one day? <sighs> Different circumstances. Okay. I'm listening. I, I I can't put it into words right now as to why 
I, I, I don't believe Sammy Guevara is a main event superstar. Now, is it his look, or do, do you think that he just doesn't have it? Like, Marty Skrull, main event, yes or no? He has it. Okay, so, so it's not a matter of size for you. It's the it factor. You just think Sammy doesn't have it. Okay, yeah. Let's go with that. Because that makes more Sammy sense based on, on what I know of your predilections. That makes more sense. Uh, yeah, you know why? Because Adam Cole has it. For sure. Daniel Daniel Bryan has it. Mm-hmm. Marty has it. Mm-hmm. You know? Will Ospreay has it. In spades. Uh, t- t- change your pants. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I was like, I'm going to say this and he's going to react. <laughs> You know, Ryuki, Taku, uh, Ryuki Taguchi doesn't have it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sammy Guevara doesn't have it. Okay, I can see it. Okay, I, okay, that's an argument I can get on board with. If you don't think he has it, I can see that. I think I don't know that he has it yet. I think he can, I think he can develop. Because, like, sometimes, like, some some guys don't have the natural it factor, but they can eventually become believable. Like. Okay, back to Attitude Era, guys who transitioned. Um, Bradshaw, when he became JBL, suddenly he was a believable main eventer. But when he was Bradshaw in APA, you would have never thought to put a belt on him. No, I mean, he was definitely... Let's use somebody with the same build. Okay. Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero in WCW had all the in-ring tools, but was undersized in the land of giants. Mm-hmm. And then he goes and beats one of probably the biggest giants of all, Brock Lesnar. To be fair, by the time he became, you know, world champion, Eddie Guerrero, he had bulked up a ton. He had changed his in-ring style, and, like, he had been through the ringer in his career. I understand that. Like, and Sammy Guevara now is WCW Eddie. And what I'm saying is I think Sammy could eventually become world champion Eddie. I don't think he has the personality to be world champion. Like, this, like, would you, you, Will the Thrill. Yes. William, William P. Yes. Is the owner of a wrestling promotion. Mm-hmm. Sammy is the guy that's going to lead your ch- your 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 business into the profit right now? No. Like I said, I don't think right now. I think down the line it's a possibility. I think if like I said there there are things that have to fall into place for him for that to be a thing. Right now, no shot. Right now, Sammy is a mid-carder, uh, a, a hand. He is someone who's going to be a heel that's going to generate heat like a like a flame, but not top belt. Not yet. Not right now. I don't know. I I have to see, man. I I I'm trying to envision what you're you're seeing, and it's hard for me. I'm just saying, because right now you see him as WCW Eddie Guerrero. 
When Eddie was not, in WCW, nobody, nobody, no, 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 nobody no, 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 thought of Eddie that. as as a world champion back then, or Remy Stadio. He was a, but he was he was a mid card champion. Okay, you see what I'm trying to get at? I don't even see Guevara right now as a mid card champion. Oof, I said uh, his, I said his ceiling is mid card champion. Yowza. I, I'm not going to sit here and lie to our listeners and to you and say, yeah, I knew Eddie was was more than a mid-card champion. I was like eight or nine years old watching Eddie Guerrero around that time. Yeah. And maybe less. I was like maybe seven or eight watching Eddie Guerrero do his work as a mid-carder, then a cruiserweight champion, and then him he left uh, with the Radicals. Yeah. That and, was what, like 99? Uh, Yeah. Oh, uh, that was ninety nine. He left the with the radicals, and then he was a mid carter, and then he got into his his you know his demons caught up with him and whatnot, and then he came back, uh, bulkier, mm-hmm. and that's when he was doing the um, uh, the lie, cheat, and steal, Eddie Guerrero. Like when See, Eddie, that, the, okay, the, good. The gimmick, the gimmick, that gimmick got him over. Mm-hmm. The I I remember fondly <clears throat> they're facing the world's greatest tag team and he 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 acts like he got hit with the belt throws the belt to Charlie Haas lays down the ref looks at him rings the belt they get disqualified yeah Eddie Guerrero gets to keep the championships you know yeah. like I don't see I don't see Guevara having that type of personality you know not okay. not in terms of like Eddie Guerrero but like I don't think he's he has the ability to adapt and change his persona. I still think he's going to be he's going to be that guy who blogs and does the tongue thing and like that's it. We'll see. I I I personally think you're wrong. I think we're seeing the beginning of a very young career where I think we're seeing WCW Eddie, WCW Rami Stadio, so on and so forth. You know, WCW Jericho um I think I think one day we will see him be the future version of himself. But who knows? Maybe maybe you're right. Well, time can only tell. I mean, he's 27 years old. Jeez, this baby. He's 27. He's still young. This baby. He is still extremely young. I think he's only been he's already been wrestling like 10 years now, something like that. I think he started wrestling when he was in his like teens. He's been wrestling since 2013. So that was seven years ago. So he was seven, eight. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, anyway, we'll see where we will see where this lands, Sammy. In the meantime, we know where someone else is landing, and that's in the hospital on the sidelines. Cody Rhodes has suffered a slight rotator cuff tear in his match this week on Dynamite. You can see him at some point. He's clutching his shoulder, and he continues to clutch that shoulder throughout the remainder of the match. Turned out to be a slight rotator cuff tear, and so he will be on the sidelines. Now, if it was a major rotator cuff tear, it would have been, I think they said six to eight months. But with a slight one, we could be looking at closer to three to four. Either way, it stinks for him and AEW's programming because he was set to have a match, I think, next week with uh, 
Red Velvet versus Jade Cargill and Shaq. Um, obviously, Cody's one of the top guys in AEW. He was set to obviously have something big in plan for Revolution. Um, so this this stinks the big one for Cody and for AEW, but I guess this will give him some time to hang out with Brandy through her pregnancy. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Yeah, um, th- this kind of sucks for AEW because they keep bringing in celebrities to do wrestling matches, and it they never happen. Whatever happened to Jericho versus Tyson? Mm. That that just disappeared. Yeah, it's one one minute. Tyson is incoherently yelling into a mic, ripping his shirt off, and then we don't see him again. Then you have uh, Snoop Dogg come and deliver possibly the the worst splash in the history of celebrity um, moves. And now you have Shaq, who was supposed to face Cody and now that's a dead issue which is which may be something that they can't revisit after Cody heals I think the ship has sailed on this you think so, so? I in my opinion I think it is okay um so right now you're 0 for 2 in terms of like booking wrestling matches with celebrities maybe just maybe you stop doing it. <laughs> well, if you notice, all of the the celebrities they've been doing stuff has been, except for maybe Tyson, has been TNT cross-promotional stuff. So I don't know how much of a say they have in this. Snoop Dogg is a co-host. On the go, the go big show, and Shaq okay, does the okay. TNT NBA stuff. Okay, uh, I was like, where does where does uh, Snoop Dogg come into this? Yeah. <sighs> okay. Okay. I mean, it could be a yeah, blessing I mean... in disguise because this gives um, Jade Cargill time to to get more in ring work because this is her first wrestling match, and I don't know. You know, could be a could be an ugly one. That's what I'm saying. So maybe this uh, this gives her some more time to to get some more reps in the ring before her first mm. match. Yeah. So I guess with that being said, oh um, boy, it's all you know. This is a a, a good segue to uh, needing time away from the ring. Braun Strowman is out of action with a uh, a bloodstream infection. That's serious. Yeah. Uh, if the infection, you know, made its way to his heart, the man could die. I think I read somewhere uh, that he lost like 15 pounds in like five days, which is horrible. I need to know his secret. Stop it. That's not healthy, bro. Yeah, yeah. 
I need to fit into this suit, my G. <laughs> um, yeah, well, all, all jokes aside, you know, Braun Strowman, man, the, the dude can't catch a break. Right? It's like the whole last year. I mean, obviously, 2020 has been junk for everybody, but, dude, one injury after another. Like, he comes back, injury. Comes back, injury. Comes back, terrible storyline. Injury. Come back. In- the guy can't catch a break. And he looked great. The the go-home show before Rumble. Man, he looked great. He wasn't even in the Rumble. I, I, one has to wonder if... Because of his blood thing. Exactly. Man, I don't know. I feel so bad for him. Yep. Because he slimmed down, man. He looks fantastic. And it's just right now, it's just not, it's not going. The the dice is not rolling in his favor right now. And I think there's money to be made with Braun Strowman. Like, he's not a bad wrestler. He's agile. He's big. He's got a good look, you know. I I, I always said the, the only thing that like keeps me from like liking Braun Strowman is his mic work. Yeah, his mic work leaves something to be desired. He was over like Rover for like six months to a year when he first um, said "get these hands," which he just said off the cuff, and then it became like his catchphrase was "get these hands," mm. and then like. It was just, he was selling merch like gangbusters. They had him doing the playful stuff with Alexa Bliss. Um, that got the, over. The greatest Royal Rumble thing. They, dude, he was he was doing it. He was doing that thing. And then it just, one bad booking decision followed by an injury after another, after another. And here we are. Crazy. Yeah. So, uh, speedy recovery to Braun Strowman. Yes, yes. Um, Get well soon. Um, Mia Yim, Keith Lee. Uh, what's her name? Reckless? Or, the Reckoning. Uh, Reckoning. Reckoning. Reckoning and Keith Lee are engaged to be married. Mazel tov to you guys. From one guy who's engaged to another, I know what you're doing, you know. Wait. So are they now? Are they now going to be called the Limitless Reckoning? No, WWE has hashtag Yimitless. Oh, Yimitless. Oh my god. They're so bad at this. How can they be so bad at this? Yeah. So Yimitless. uh, Yimitless. Congratulations. Congratulations to Reckoning and Keith Lee. Uh, this all j- but confirms Keith Lee joining uh, Retribution, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> See, remember that storyline that we had originally come up with with uh, Retribution? Now, that, that could have... Bro, you. this could have been... F- me. Okay. That, that would have been fed even better now, imagine, now that he's engaged to her. Not to mention, at the Elimination Chamber... It's a triple threat match between Riddle, Bobby Lashley, and Keith Lee. And you can have uh, T-Bar, or whatever his name is, come down and help him, because he is still Dominic Dijakovic. And, you know, have him join, uh, you know, Retribution. 
At this point, you don't want Keith Lee anywhere near Retribution. No, you want Keith Lee to be a super single superstar. You don't want him to be a tag team or a stable mate. Yeah. Or Retribution. Especially, especially if you're going to if you're going to try to do something with uh, Mustafa Ali. Oh, man. That, oh, God, Retribution. Retri- oh, my God. I don't even have words. Words cannot describe. Let's move on. Shimmy Crickets. Speaking, and this is what Eric said to his beautiful baby that Sarah Logan pushed out through her Viking belly. <laughs> Words cannot describe how I feel in this moment. Now, that's not uh, an actual statement. Is that a quote? I can, a quote? <laughs> I, I, can, I can almost imagine how he would feel. Um, uh, so, that being said, Sarah Logan and, and Eric of the Viking... Um, the Viking Vikings are... <laughs> <laughs> the Viking Vikings. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Oh, that might, that might be my favorite thing of all time. The Viking Vikings. <laughs> it looks like we got ourselves an opening. <laughs> the Viking Vikings. It's I picture. Yeah, it's a picture of them on the on the on, the, on a tandem bike yes, on a tandem yes. bike. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm picturing. I'm just picturing Rowan and and uh, whatever the other guy's name is on a Eric and, uh, Eric and Ivar. I'm sorry, fine. Eric and Ivar on a tandem bicycle in their full Viking regalia, <laughs> <laughs> going going down Venice Beach. <laughs> With fur and horns on the bicycle, on the handlebars. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm dying. Woo. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was amazing. So, the Viking Vikings. So, congratulations on uh, them and uh, good luck raising little baby Raymond Cash. Raymond Cash, uh, uh, named after Johnny Cash, Eric's favorite uh, musician. Is that a little quote? Again, that that, quote? that's not an actual <laughs> quote. <laughs> These are alternative facts. Oh, he's such a clown. Oh, my God. So, yes, um, Raymond. And Sarah Rowe have welcomed their child, Raymond Cash Rowe, into this world. Yeah. Another member of the Viking Vikings. (laughs) 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 Now they have to get a sidecar for it. Like Robin. Like Robin. Like Robin the Adam West guy. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, no. Stop it. Oh, my God. From one ridiculous story to another. I can't even. <laughs> um, 
So, as I alluded to earlier, a, a WWE superstar was trending number one worldwide on Monday night. And Tuesday. And, a, and, and Wednesday. And Tuesday. <laughs> oh, a, a one Nia Jax is in a tables match with Lana. And she's putting Lana through the ringer. And uh, Lana is laying half on the apron. Uh, half of her body's in the apron. Half of her body's hanging off the... Uh, excuse me. Half of her body's in the ring. Half of the body's hanging off of the apron. And Nia Jax goes to deliver a leg drop. But Lana moves out of the way. And uh, Nia Jax lands flush on her tailbone. And her hashtag. She decides to she decides to yell out, "Oh my hole!" Oh my hole. Hashtag my hole was trending worldwide at number one for three days. <sighs> amazing, 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 and it's so so like. I didn't. I didn't watch Raw because who does, right? Um, but I like sometimes I'll go on like the next morning. I'll go to WWE's uh, YouTube channel and I'll watch whatever clips catch my attention. And so without knowing anything, I was like, "All right, let me see what's going on with this Nia Jax and and Lana match." So I watch it and the, they show the clip, but they bleep out my hole. So I'm like, "What could she possibly have said?" To get bleeped out. Because you just see her hit and she goes, Oh my beep! And I'm just like, what? She gave me my a-hole, you know? Like, yeah, I was like, but, but like, it didn't make sense from like, the, I was like, what What did she What did she say? So then I, I, I'm listening to the Wrestling Observer News Radio and they give a breakdown and explain how she says my hole. And I'm like, what? And from then on in, it was just memes and tweets galore. I mean, she uh, there's two holes there. Is she talking vaginally or does she got anal contusions? You know, like... <laughs> 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 anal contusions. You know who else might get anal contusions? The Viking Vikings. <laughs> oh, with all the microbes. Um, no, but, uh, oh my god, bro, the memes have been ridiculous. Um, the, the toilet company, Tushy, apparently reached out to her to do an endorsement deal. <laughs> How about, did you see the, the movie poster? It's, it's called My Hole, uh, a Nia Jack story, directed oh by god. Steven Spielberg. Oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> it's, it's nuts. That, the, the, you gotta love the IWC, because... <laughs> The internet they remains can, undefeated. They can do things like get James Ellsworth over or have hashtag my hole trending on Twitter. It's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. <clears throat> so, from, from one person's hole tr- uh, trending to another person's merch trending. Bad Bunny. Yeah, you guys thought that this was over, 
you're wrong. Bad Bunny is to be involved in WrestleMania in some capacity, and I, I believe it's going to be in, in a match. There are rumors that it's going to be Damian Priest and um, Bad Bunny versus The Miz and Morrison. Oh, Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. Um, backstage morale was... Uh, so there were reports that backstage morale was low because Bad Bunny was taking spots away from the boys at WrestleMania, which was reported to be wrong. They said that the morale in the, the locker room is high because Bad Bunny is taking the reps seriously. He's getting a lot of in-ring work, like, practice in. He's he's working on, you know, he's always been working on his English, if you follow him on, on his, his Instagram. Um he's he's he doesn't have an ego similar to you know some celebrities that came in on the in the past and was like i'm not doing this i'm not doing that um i like the the kid's living out his dream you know he's a lifelong wrestling fan like why hate on him even more the the kid's doing everything right you know He's willing to jump off uh, 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 the, the top turnbuckle onto two guys at, at the Royal Rumble. It took Rob Gronkowski two and a half hours and Vince <laughs> McMahon himself jumping off of, off of it, uh, off of a scaffolding area where there were mats at the bottom. Gronkowski didn't want to do that. But Bad Bunny, who is younger and has literally his entire career ahead of him still, literally, like I said, I said, I, I believe I said this either on air last week or uh, to you privately, Thrill. I said the guy was the number one streamed person in 2020. Over 8 billion, not million, not with an M, B, as in Bad Bunny, billion views. On uh, on music streaming services, wild, wild. So like the the kid, like I said, the kid is getting his reps in. He's 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 doing a lot of entering practicing. He's 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 taking this seriously. Good for him. Why why hate on him? Because hate is gonna hate. Love Not to mention. You have all these people. You really want to sing that guy <laughs> on our podcast of all people? But it's a parody of him. No. I don't even I don't want care. none of the <laughs> This is still a family show. You're right. That's why I'm not finishing the next line. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, so um, still with our Bad Bunny news... You know, you have people complaining, like, why, you, uh, what, what happened to the days of having Alice Cooper and, and Led Zeppelin? And I was just like, first of all, Alice Cooper looked 80 years old when he was, like, in the night. In his prime. So, yeah. yeah, so, like, oh, you know, uh, we need Ice-T back. Ice-T hasn't performed for the WWE since The Godfather had his ladies of the night escorting him to the ring. 
Look, like, I'm, what, I what am getting at. I am all about like obviously my preferred genre of music is like rock or metal, and so I'm all about having anyone from that scene be a part of anything. I was really stoked about Code Orange being a part of WWE for a bit. Um, so, like, I'm about it, but it's got to be modern. Like, don't talk to me about ACDC or Alice Cooper in 2021. This, I may not be a Bad Bunny fan. It may not be my type of music, but the, the, the dude is selling. And he clearly, if nothing else, demonstrated the Royal Rumble that he can put eyes on the product. And if that's what works, then who am I to criticize? I can turn the TV. I can I can walk away from my TV when he's on if I need to. Like it's not a big deal. It doesn't hurt me to have someone of a musical genre that I'm not a fan of on my TV for five minutes if it's gonna if it makes sense for the business financially. Like if you're to, if you told me right now that um, who's a young uh, Greta Van Fleet. If you told me Greta Van Fleet was going to be on the next wrestling show for mm-hmm. WWE... Exactly. If you told me that they were going to be on the next wrestling show and that they were going to push merch the way... and 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 uh, subscriptions to the network the way Bad Bunny did, bro, I'm with you all day. But the, the, the case is, not going to happen. He's doing it, so let him do it. What do you care? I mean, I, I don't know Greta Thunberg is... But, Van um, Fleet, Greta Van Fleet. Is that a is that a female? No, it's a band. Their name is Greta Van Fleet. Yes, that's a horrible name. I don't disagree, but in terms of I'm, in terms of like young up and coming bands in the forefront of rock music, they're one of the few. Rock, unfortunately, is very much hindered by uh, an old boys club. So, like, a lot of the premier rock... The biggest rock band in the world right now is Foo Fighters. They've been around for 25 years. So, like, <clears throat> that's a problem. But that's... that's we're not, a, we're not a music thing. This is a wrestling thing. My point is, <clears throat> if this kid's doing it, then do it. Like, they tried it with Poppy, which makes sense, because Poppy was moving up in the mainstream charts, and she had a heavy sound for that, that album that she had produced at that point. So it was theoretically... Uh, a match made in heaven. You know, wrestling tends to have fans and energy that's reflective of heavier music and historically has gone that way. And then you have someone who's built, who's, uh, you know, climbing up the charts. It worked for them at the time. But Poppy ended up being like a, a, a flash in the pan in terms of her credibility, both as a mainstream artist and in the, the rock slash metal community. So if they find Bad Bunny and they can get Bad Bunny, who, like you said, is is having his music have billions of views or listens or whatever, streams, whatever you want to call it, if they can land him, land him. And I'm not even done. I'm not even done with the Bad Bunny news for the WWE. Go ahead. That's the crazy part. No, no, no. Like, I'm, I'm going to let you finish your thought. It's just like... What I'm saying is like we're we're so f- like we're still on just like the the first bit of Bad Bunny news mm-hmm. for the W for the WWE. Like I I never thought in my wildest dreams I'd be talking about Bad Bunny on a wrestling podcast. Yeah. But 
that's what it is. I mean, you said it. They've had Code Orange. They've had Poppy. They've had Joan Jett do musical yeah. performances. Machine yeah. Gun Kelly. You know, they've had people. Uh, you know, mainstream. You know, rappers or 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 uh, you know, rock groups or you know, pop artists do things. That Snoop Dogg come out for Sasha Banks' first yeah uh, new music chain. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They he didn't have merch, you know. All these people didn't have merch on, on the WWE uh, shop. Why? Why was Bad Bunny so special? I wonder if that was part of the deal. Because, like you said, he's he's a hot commodity right now, right? So that's kind of my bigger thing was like, how did they land him? I'm wondering if part of the deal was like, hey, you got you want Bad Bunny for performance? Okay, we're gonna put out you're gonna put out merch, and we're gonna split the costs. I would not I, be I surprised if they did that. I think Booker T had a a big hand in bringing Bad Bunny to the WWE because Bad Bunny's song is about Booker T. Yeah, but to get to, but to land video. someone like him where he's at right now when the WWE's ratings are only going down. Like and, for, and like you said, the it's merch thing—the merch thing—is what is what tips me off. For them to have merch for him when they've never done that for any other musical guest, there there must have been it had to be part of the deal to get him on. Had to be. I I think I think it was more of they saw the numbers going up, and they saw dollar signs with Bad Bunny. Could be. Um. Also, I don't think there was like, hey, come here. We'll make merch for you. We'll split the profits. I think it was just like, hey, I know, you know, we know that you're a lifelong wrestling fan. Want to come and live out your dream for a little bit? Come on to, uh, you know, come on, uh, come on to the roster for a little bit. Uh, we may even make you merch, and and then we can split the profits. You know, a certain percentage, sixty forty or something like that. Because Vince is not going fifty fifty up straight. There's no way. Bro, I'm. I don't know, man. Considering how big this kid is right now, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, however the conversation started, somewhere down the line, Bad Bunny's people, because Bad Bunny loves wrestling so much, I wouldn't be surprised if they were the ones who said, hey, we want Bad Bunny, we want you to make merch for him, and we're taking a 60-40. I would not be surprised. You want Bad Bunny? You want this guy who's got X billions of streams? This is what he wants. You know? I mean... So so, what do they do? They make Bad Bunny merch for the Royal Rumble, a a limited edition special T shirt, women's T shirt, youth size T shirt, poster, and zip uh sweatshirt. <clears throat> All of it sold out almost instantaneously before the show went off the air, right? Before the show went off the air, um. Uh, my fiance's best friend. Uh, when once Amanda saw that there was merch for Bad Bunny, she looked at me and I said, "Just take my card and order." One. <laughs> uh, Joanna tried to do it the same time. They already sold out. Crazy. And mind you, these were pre-orders. That's crazy. They sold out on pre-orders, so much so that they had to make new shirts with a different design of him. Him, it's called the Bad Bunny Splash, 
it's a red shirt with a black silhouette of him. And then there's one of a still from the Royal Rumble of him diving onto uh, uh, Ms. Morrison. Hey, hey, ho, ho. The numbers estimated that Bad Bunny has brought into the company so far is upwards of $500,000. Making Bad Bunny the most profitable superstar that WWE has. More than Randy Orton, more than Roman Reigns, more than John Cena, more than uh, Drew McIntyre. Bad Bunny is your highest selling, hottest commodity, and he's not even in the ring. Let that soak in for a bit. Let that soak in for the people who say, um, uh, who say derogatory term, like, you know, like, uh, quotes towards him. Something that was like, get this drag queen off of my screen. I don't understand what he's saying, uh, cause he's speaking Spanish. He's not speaking English. All these racist, ugly, disgusting remarks. Guess what he's doing for the product that you love so much. He's bringing in half a million dollars. And that is just for Royal Rumble shirts. What happens if they do it for WrestleMania? The biggest show of the year for them. Bro, if this is not a microcosm of our country in general, I don't know what is. It's crazy. I, and I love to see it. Not only because he's Puerto Rican. He is a, a, a... He came up from nothing in Puerto Rico to build this empire that is Bad Bunny. His Crocs sold out instantaneously. The kid moves the needle. And, and WWE doesn't have to sign him to a contract because that's something I don't want. But a one-off for WrestleMania, I'm okay with. Keep making money, man. Keep, WWE knows what's good for them. They will bleed this dry. Make money, 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 make money, money. And the last bit of WWE news, Christian Casanova, one of the hottest top indie superstars has signed to the WWE to a a developmental contract. Now, um, I don't think his his gimmick is best suited for impact right now. That dude's about to be so NXT forever, it's not even a joke. Oh my god. So NXT forever. <sighs> so that is the WWE news for the week. Well, folks, that brings us to 
a very interesting bit of events. This Sunday is NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day. This will be Tommy Boy's first title defense. So, with that being said... <clears throat> There's only been two, two Grapples to Apples champions so far to successfully defend said championship. And both of them are currently on the air right now. Well, uh... So with that being said, per usual, Shades and I are about to put in some predictions. So, Shades, shall we begin? Oof. Let's do this thing. Where shall we start, sir? Let's go one to five. Okay. So the first match we have listed here on the card is a triple threat match for the NXT Women's Championship. The challengers one Mercedes Martinez. The second challenger Tony Storm. And the defending champion Io Shirai. Now my prediction I don't even have to say it. We all know who it's going to be. It is by default. So, Shades, who do you got? So you're going Tony Storm. Because, duh. Mm. Now, I wanted to go Tony Storm as well. But I don't want to copy you. I mean, I think EO's going to retain, but I have to go for Tony Storm. I don't see her retaining, though. I mean, her championship reign right now is, is like 290 days, 210 days, something like that. 250-plus days. It's not. It's, it's the, the stove is not hot enough for Tony Storm or Mercedes Martinez yet. Hmm. I, oh God. God, 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 God. I'm going to agree with you. The stove is not hot for either one. If this is Raquel Gonzalez instead of Mercedes Martinez, mm, I mm -hmm. think we see a new champion. Okay, that's fair. I'm I'm, I'm going to go Io Shirai. <clears throat> okay. All right. So we have our first split of the night right off the bat. The next match is the Women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Finals. The winners will get a future WWE Women's Tag Team Championship opportunity. We have Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. Hmm. Shotzi Blackheart is being pushed to the moon right now. Mm -hmm. No pun intended. I don't think. I don't think they're pushing her. Oh, because she's with Ember Moon. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but I don't think they're pushing her as hard as they're pushing Raquel Gonzalez. Mm. I think Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez go over. Once again, I'm going to be opposed. I think it's Ember and Shotzi. They've been giving those two women a lot of love lately. I mean, yeah. I think if they win, they will be devoured by Shayna yeah. and Nia Jax. 
But I think Dakota and Raquel will be devoured also. The only shot they have is Raquel versus I, Nia Jackson, the square off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I think like they'll win because that that stare down between those two monsters. But you also have the Ember versus Shayna Baszler callback. You have history there. No. No. I'm going Ember versus Shotzi just based on how much they're pushing these two. You know, and to get a, a face finish for the tournament. So, are you confident? Are you confident? Are you confident in this pick? I am. If you're confident, lock it. Come on, lock it, coward. And I'll even go heads up with you. I'll lock mine. Oof. Uh, I don't know if I want to use my lock here or for the North American Championship match. Ooh, no, you know what? Save it. I want to hear who your lock is for that. Okay. So the next match is the <laughs> men's Dusty Rhodes. Bro, I, I don't know where I'm Okay. The men's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Finals, which is MSK. No, no. What is, the, what's, what, what's, what is this? What is this? Where's the Dusty voice? I thought you don't want me doing the Dusty voice anymore. Uh, it, no, it, it's the Dusty Classic. You gots to. <clears throat> the following match, baby, is for the men's Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic Finals. That's right. We got MSK, Nash Carter, and Wesley, baby, versus the Grizzly Young Veterans. You already know that's James Drake and Zach Gibson. The winners, they will receive a future NXT Tag Team Championship match, baby. Who do you got? Tell him. Hmm. MSK is their new getting to the finals is big, but I think it's not. They're not big enough right now to win. I got the grizzled young veterans. Who are the current NXT tag champs? Uh, Oni Larkin and Danny Birch. Mm. MSK. I mean, you can have MSK win, but they're not winning the tag titles. They're, unless they, they they didn't come in as like like hot. Like, uh, if nothing uh, else, commodities. And nothing else, because I want to see this match. I'm gonna go Grizzle Young Veterans. Can you imagine how much it's going to hurt to watch them versus Lorgan and Borch? It's just, oh, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt just to watch that match. I mean, the Grizzled Young Veterans would be <clears throat> the, the first? No. Because I believe uh, Imperium won the tag titles before also, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, never mind. I was like, um... That the Grizzled Young Veterans would be the only ones to hold the UK tag titles and the um, the NXT tag titles, but uh, uh, in, well, technically, did Imperium win the yes. UK tag titles? Hold on, hold on. Imperium won the NXT champion tag championships on but May. That was Alexander 13th, Wolf, no? That was Eichner and Bartel. Okay, so yeah, never mind. It's 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 the same. Let me see. 
Yeah, they won the NXT UK. Oh, they never won the NXT UK Tag Team Championships. They never won it. Not the UK champions. Not the UK tag. And they won the NXT tag titles. Correct. Yes. Okay. So if they, um, if if the Grizzled Young Veterans win, they will be the only tag team to hold both the NXT UK and NXT tag titles. NXT Tag Team Champions. Yeah, one time. Wow. Yeah, I'll go Grizzle Young Vets. I will go Grizzle Young Vets. Alright. So, our next match is scheduled for one <coughs> form, And it is for the NXT Championship. The Challenger. The Bruiserweight, Pete Dunne, facing off against the champion, the reigning, defending, undisputed NXT champion, Finn Balor, the Prince. I have Finn Balor as a lock. Oofale. <sighs> so I'm I'm looking at the card, I'm looking at my decision so far. And I'm not I'm one hundred percent gonna lose because I have like all the titles changing and that that's not how NXT operates. You have Kushida winning. I won't be done to... Oh, man, I don't... <sighs> oh, sorry. Oh, I forgot we were still on that. Yeah. Well, obviously, if you said you have all the title changes, you would have... As of now, as of now. But there's always subject to change. You know, our, our picks are not locked until uh, showtime as well. Okay, so I'm picking Tony, but I don't think Tony's going to win, right? So in reality, I think EO's going to win. So that yeah, opens up. No, 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 I know, I know, but okay. But in terms of the actual booking of the show, they might change one title. They're not going to change more than one. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I'm going to agree with you that Finn Balor wins this match. I'm going to go Finn. Okay. And then, in a singles match for the NXT North American Championship, Johnny Gar- defending champion Johnny Gargano takes Johnny on Takeover. Johnny Takeover, Mr. Wheelchair. Mr. Wheelchair. <laughs> will be taking on the challenging Kushida, who I believe is going to win this match. I, too, believe... He's going to win this match. Triple H loves mm-hmm. his Japanese wrestlers. Gargano he... doesn't need this anymore. Kushida needs this to establish himself. Trips loves Kushida. Kushida's already 37. I, it's got to be Kushida. Triple H sought... Uh, he was, Kushida was sought after by Triple H. 
Yeah. All all signs point to Kushida. Kushida's been getting the ultimate push. All signs point to Kushida. I have to agree with you. Um, now you understand why I wasn't so quick to put my lockdown in the women's Dusty Classic. I was just trying to go heads up with you. You know, you lock yours, I'll lock mine, and we see who wins. Okay, fine. Let's do it. No, I already locked Finn Balor, though. Ah, oh, boo. Boo this man. Boo this man. I'll let you pick my lock at WrestleMania. So you know what? I'm, I'll lock Kushida. I'll lock Kushida. You know what? I'll go heads up with you. I'll I'll lock I'll lock Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Oh my god! Lock Moon and Blackheart. <sighs> just when Dakota I had, just... have no marbles. <laughs> you have no marbles. <sighs> You're killing me, Smalls. I had just resided myself to locking Kushida. Now I gotta open up my brain again. <sighs> Do I want to lock Moon and Blackheart? Are you that confident in that pick? That's the only reason I'll, I I want you to lock it. If you're that confident, I'm more pick. I'm more confident in Kushida. I think Moon and Blackheart win, but I also I can see what your thing about Raquel and Naya. But then my 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 thing is Dakota Kai doesn't fit anywhere. No, she she actually was terrified of Shayna Baszler. That's what I'm but saying. They, but they can play into that. She can say, I'm not that scared girl anymore. I'm not that person you thought I used to be. There's storylines behind this. Like, you can play with this. <sighs> yeah, but it's e- WWE has an easier story with Moon and Blackheart. You have the built-in yeah. rivalry with Moon and, and Baszler. You have Blackheart, who's the spunky, like, fearless. But Nia Jax won't be able to bully her. You can see Nia Jax tipping over her tank. Yeah, yeah, yep, Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, I... But am I more confident in this match than I am in Kushida? I don't know. But, if for the sake of of the action, let's do it. Let's go head-to-head on this one. You want to go to head, 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 go heads up on this. Let's do this. Let's lock them down and go head to head. All right. I'm locking uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai, and you're locking. Locking Amber Moon and Shanti Blackheart. Oh, Fale. This is not. This has not been done. We have never challenged each other. No. In a lock before. No, we haven't. Oof. So, to reiterate, I have Tony Storm. I'm locking Ember Moon and Shanti Blackheart. I got the Grizzly Young Veterans. I got Finn Balor, and I got Kushida. You have Io Shirai. Io Shirai. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. I have the Grizzled Young Veterans. Finn Balor and Kushida as well. Um, so we're the basically... The top two matches, that's it. Yes. And if I win, if I win Brownie back on Valentine's Day... Oh, we gotta see what we gotta see what Tommy Boy's doing. Just because you and I are, are here, hear, who knows? Hear me, hear, hear me out. And hear me now. I won Brownie on my birthday. It, it would be poetic justice to win Brownie back on Valentine's Day. 
And that way, I can make sweet, sweet, passionate love to the belt. You know, I know Tommy Boy's going to listen to this episode because he's one of our, our best, he's one of our, our top fans. I mean, he's, he's part of the family. If he wanted to really, really scumbag you, he could just clone your, your predictions and automatically you can't win. He could do that, but he won't. You know why? Because he has integrity. He won't. He won't he do has, it. He, he won't he, do it. He has. He has integrity. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know he wouldn't do it because he he he's too competitive for that. But if he wanted to, the only way like I can see it happening is because it's a takeover. There's only five matches on the card. People are bound to overlap. You know. Yeah, but we're talking about locks and everything. What are the odds that he would lock Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez? Unless That's he was purposely blocking you. Yeah. That that is that is a, a possibility. But then but, but then that means that he only cares about you not getting it and not necessarily him beating other people. But see what you what you what you failed to understand was Tommy Boy and I had an understanding that he wasn't going to cash in the fall harvest as long as oh, he was I'm, champion. I'm well aware, and I, that's what I'm saying. He won't do it. I know he won't. But I'm saying if he wanted to, for the sake of just screwing you over, he could just clone your, your predictions and you have no shot of winning. <sighs> Unless your brother decides to turn on grapples to apples finally again. And he's just like, you know what? I'll copy. I'll copy. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, folks, that just about wraps up this week's episode of Grapples to Apples, which you've been listening to on SoundCloud. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. We forgot to do Seeds. Yes, I was going to I was going to interrupt you when you got to the, I'm so uh, sorry. I completely forgot we had to plant some seeds. Yes, we do. Because in the world of professional wrestling, there are good seeds. And and like this takeover. This takeover. <laughs> this, this, this 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 dusty women's final picks. Those that's a, there's some bad seeds there. But at the end of the day, they all contribute to the tree, to the garden, to the forest that is professional wrestling. Now, for me, it's easy. I'm going to give my good seed to the birth of Raymond Cash Rowe. The Biking Raider. <laughs> the Biking Vikings. <laughs> oh, my God. My good seed goes to Benito uh, Bad Bunny. Oh, bringing in the bro, dollars. I was so confused. You said Benito. I was like, Del Toro? <laughs> <laughs> Benito Mussolini. <laughs> I was so confused. Oh man, was, who is Benito? Oh my gosh, my bad seed goes to Benito. No, I'm joking. Um, my bad seed goes to Braun Strowman. Man, he can't catch a break. So bad. For his- no, 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 no. I'm not giving it to him. I'm giving it to his luck. Like, I feel bad for the dude. Yeah. Uh, my bad seat goes to Pro Wrestling Noah. Ooh. And having Kenji Muto win their top championship. So close. So close. 
Anyway, folks, that's going to wrap up this week's episode of Grapples to Apples, which you've been listening to on SoundCloud.com. Such Grapples to Apples. Again, that's Grapples the number two apples. If you don't like SoundCloud, you got Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. It doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's Facebook.com, Twitter.com, Instagram.com, slash Grapples Apples. Again, that's Grapples the number two apples. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you got to do to put us in as many eyes and ears as humanly possible. I promise we appreciate it. As always, I've been one of your hosts, Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, whatever you need me to be. That's why I be baby. That's who I is. Don't forget, I'm a certified. Join remotely by my hetero lightman. Tell him who you are, baby. Man of the hour. Man of the power. Too damn sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop. Rise to the top. Soon to be your graphs to apples champion. Again, the general. Shades. Don't forget to check out our episodes last week, this week, and a couple of days when we recap and review NSC TakeOver Vengeance Day and every other week because an apple a day keeps the bad wrestling away. Peace! It's a love.